Kansas Cityans head to the polls to decide the fate of Martin Luther King Boulevard, or as it has been known for years, the Paseo. That's the topic next on Deep Background. Well, greetings. You're on Deep Background for October 30th, the day before Halloween. Uh, Dave Helling with the STARS Editorial Board uh, joining you today along with my co-host and good friend Leah Becerra and Bill Turk, uh, editor at the STAR and former City Hall reporter, which is why we invited him to drop by because we want to talk about the coming vote next week, next Tuesday, on a citizen's pe uh, petition involving the name for what we all called the Paseo for many, many years and is now officially known as the Martin Luther King Boulevard. So, Bill, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Let's, let's uh, you know, just refresh everybody's memory about what this controversy is all about. It's been around for almost two years now. Yeah, well, it, there's several chapters to this. Uh, it started in 2000... God getting my years. I think <laughs> 17, 18, somewhere started in there. Started in late 2017, beginning of 18. Uh, there's, all, there, there's been a group of politically active black ministers along the Paseo, including at one time Emanuel Cleaver, uh, who have always wanted to have the Paseo renamed for King. Uh, or a road named for a King. A road named yeah. for the King. The, the, the reason being that there, there was no major honorary sort of thing for, for Dr. King and the city. Several of them went to the park board uh, to raise this because the park board, the park system, you know, keeps track of, keeps, maintains the Paseo. And the park board just told them we're not interested. So they went out and started gathering signatures to put it on a, uh, put it on the ballot. As that was going on, Mayor Sly James said, "No, we're going to have a citywide conversation about this." Right. I'm the gonna the do publicity this. had it, it yeah. come forward, right. so people knew about it right. at that point. And so we're going to have a blue ribbon panel, and they're going to hold hearings all over the city, which they did, and they concluded that. The Paseo was only a third choice, that in fact the best choice would be naming the new terminal at KCI after Dr. King, or in second choice would be 63rd Street. So after that, uh, the ministers basically went to the council and you know, were able to get enough support, led by now Mayor Quentin Lucas. Um, to get the name change approved by the council. Just to back up just a little bit, yeah. the original idea from the ministers, was it not, Bill, to put this on the ballot on the front end? They were going to gather signatures to actually force a vote. Right. And for whatever reason, that never happened, yeah. and it turned into a pressure campaign against right. the city council. That's right. Right. So and then, so, so then what happened? After so that? Uh, the council passes it, um, and the, the name change goes forward at the beginning of this year. Um, and there was always a lot of... Um, a lot of pushback from some people on the street who said they were never consulted, which is true. The, the fact is that this, names of streets change all the time, but the usually honorary changes of very narrow, very small segments of streets. Uh, and, and there's never been, I don't think, the, the a change of a name of a road that's like 10 miles long where thousands of people live and you know who knows how many property owners. And they feel, you know, well, some of them feel like they, their interests have just not been taken into account. Right, and we'll come back to them yeah. because those residents were among those who then sought a petition right. that we're going to vote on next Tuesday. But, Leah, controversies at City Hall come and go. I've covered them forever. This has gone on for two years, up and down, up and down. 
And it, it seems as if no matter what direction we go in, someone doesn't like it. I mean, it doesn't, it's not compromisable in a way. You either name the street for them or you don't. And so all the efforts by the mayor, all the discussion, all the can't we just get in a room and figure this out has gone for naught. Yeah, it almost seems like this is one of those issues where, especially if you look at the comments, it's not just I'm for MLK Jr. Boulevard or I'm for the Paseo because there's so much gray area in the middle. And that's what Bill was just talking about. There are all these people who live on that street who were never consulted. It's also just confusing in general because I just checked this. I was looking on Google Maps and if you are not familiar in Kansas City right now, navigation will still tell you to turn left on the Paseo. Correct, it's not and some saying, signs actually say that still. Yeah, and then you still have these signs that are up. It's very confusing on a lot of levels. So like, has the name changed? Has it not changed? In some ways, we're still kind of in this weird limbo. Right, in fact, we talked to some residents who live on whatever we want to call this road now, who say that they have sort of suspended any uh, effort to change their driver's licenses and their credit cards and their deeds, which will need to be changed, in part because they want to wait and see how this this vote turns out. So just to complete the story, Bill, uh, the council renamed it to, for council Martin Luther King. The signs the went up. Signs go up, and uh, there, in in response to this, a, a grassroots group came together to try to walk this back, and they have put on the November 5th ballot. By petition. By petition, by totally legal and legit, something that would restore uh, the Paseo uh, name to that to that street, that right, boulevard. Right, right. Um, so before we go any further, let's be absolutely clear for voters who may be listening. If you want the name changed back to the Paseo, you vote yes on question five. If you want to keep it Martin Luther King, you vote no. I'm, there's some concern that how you yeah. vote will be confusing to people. Right. We don't expect a big turnout, but so just so you know, if you want to name it the Paseo, you vote yes. If you want it to be Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, you'll vote no on question five. Um, I think we all thought that this debate would be more raucous and more difficult, Bill, than it turned out to be because of race, of course. You know, it, it, you're right, we change the names of roads all the time, but for whatever reason, Martin Luther King provokes these different responses on both sides, on all sides on this issue. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's turned out that way? I don't get that sense. I don't get the sense that it was, it was. Uh, you know, the, the sides are arguing with each other, but it doesn't seem like it's a broader racial conflict no. provoker in Kansas City. It's, I'm very surprised. I, I, it, there's hardly any outward evidence of a, of a campaign, like a hard-fought ballot issue campaign, like, like we've seen in other things. Um, people just, a lot of people just may have thrown up their hands if they're not directly involved in this thing. Well, that's a lot of it, isn't it? Throw up their hands and say, I give up, name it. You, you, you know, know whatever. You it, whatever. doesn't name make it. a difference in my life one way yeah. or another. Name it the Rings of Saturn or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you, you know, you get the sense that people, uh, uh, whenever they talk about this, Lee, and I think you, you sort of referred to this, they don't, everybody says, well, we've got to name something for them. It's just not this street or there are better ways to do it. No one seems just diametrically opposed to doing something to honor Martin Luther King in Kansas City in some way. Absolutely. Um, 
So I was, I was looking through some of the comments before we started to talk, and I was actually surprised by the fact that we have the ability to see metrics on how many people share a story on social media, and then obviously we can see how many comments are on the actual story. This story didn't really get shared that much, but the amount of just people going back and forth in the comments was really surprising to me. And it almost seemed like a sign of maybe the people who are the most vocal about this are just really the most passionate about right, it. Right. But they're not necessarily in the majority. Right. In other words, not a lot of people care about this issue, but those who do care, care, care a, a lot, lot about what the right. discussion is right. and what the outcome will be. And I, I'll verify that because we've, the editorial board has met with both sides. And trust me, it was not a always a quiet, uh, civil conversation. I mean, think I do think emotions have risen a little bit. What role do you think the mayor has played, Mayor Lucas? I mean, he, he was pretty vocal in supporting this change, but it seems now as if he's trying to pour some oil on troubled waters, maybe. I think he's taken a walk, basically. I mean, he was on the council. He, he led this thing on the council. Trying he was to, outside he was after outside. the thing, celebrating he, and all this stuff. You know, he, he, was, he was the uh, lead person in getting this through the council. And I would have thought that he would be campaigning to retain the name. But he has taken a... Um, He's just kind of, he's taken a, a, a very much a backseat yeah. approach to this. Do we know why? Um, he doesn't have a lucid explanation for it. I can, I can imagine that he doesn't, um, he doesn't want to spend political capital on this early on. He want, there's other things he wants to spend capital on. Um, and he understands maybe that whatever side he might come down on is going to anger the other side, yeah, that the it, better role for the mayor is try to bring it It's a losing together. thing for him. Um, I do think that he runs the risk of presiding as mayor over what will be a little bit of a spectacle if this thing uh, is not, if this name is not retained, of them taking street sign, Martin Luther King signs down. Yeah. I mean, if that happens nationally, Kansas City is not going to look too great. Yeah, and I've heard that, and I agree with that. I, I, you know, sometimes that stuff gets overblown. But yes, no, there will be national stories, Martin Luther King. Now, we were told yesterday, we haven't had a chance to verify this, that other cities have taken King's name off of streets. The argument has been all along. This has never happened before, but apparently it has. Um, but you're exactly right. The national attention that will be paid uh, uh, will be enormous, and maybe the mayor is, you know, sort of thinking about that a little bit, too. Right. I mean, this is, you know, one of the reasons it's gone on, Bill, for two years is it's so sticky. I mean, you know, it would be easy to say, oh, people who don't want it named for Dr. King just have a racial animus, but, but the two of the three people who were here for Save the Paseo yesterday mm -hmm. are African-Americans who live or own property on the street, so it's not as simple as it seems at first glance. No, and the, the current political environment, I think, where all sorts of debate about white fragility, about you know, whites feeling like it, the minute they open their mouth about race, they are um, cast or perceived as, as- Privileged. Yeah, privileged, racist. All of that, all of the, all of the discussion about, well, this is just all political correctness. There's all, all of that is sort of poured into a stew pot right. around this issue. Which is one reason why 
and I think this is fascinating, that the traditional funders of campaigns, businesses, and civic leaders have stayed 900 Mm -hmm. miles away from this issue because normally, because of what Leah talked about, which is the national attention that will be given to Kansas City if the signs are taken down, normally the civic boosters would say, well, we can't have that. We need to keep our image up Mm -hmm. nationally, and therefore let's all gather together and and, and keep the king name. Mm -hmm. But they haven't touched it at all, have they? No, they haven't, Uh, for the reasons I think Lucas hasn't. Yeah. touched it. it it's just a difficult yeah. difficult thing and the thing is if this if the if the name if the king name is taken down they're back to square one well yeah. i want to take a break and come back to yeah. that because i think that's the most fascinating thing at all but before we do that you mentioned the people who live on the street and i think there would be general agreement even among the people who support the king name that the people on the street got screwed in this process <laughs> in some way that they weren't consulted, that that their the normal requirement of a 75% approval for the name change was waived, uh, and that their voices are not only not heard, but they're the ones who, for whatever reason, will at least have to bear some inconvenience if the name change goes through. I mean, it doesn't, right. if you live on Troost, what do you care? But yeah. if you live on Paseo, or the former Paseo, you do have to change some things and and go through some right. changes in your in your life. I think as a practical matter, the people that supported this thing or was pushing for it recognized there is no way you're gonna get 75% of any group of people in something like that to agree, I think. I think the chances Correct. of getting 75% is vanishingly small. And so I think it was there to, to their advantage to say, well, nobody's used this in years and, and you know, we can't just you know, sh- pretend that this this uh, provision didn't exist. Yeah, okay. Let's take a break. When I come back, I want to ask you guys about this idea of what happens next. You're on Deep Background. Hey there, it's Leah. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you like what you hear, help us support this podcast and the journalism that reporters at the Kansas City Star do every day by subscribing. There's an easy way for you to do it. Head to kansascity.com slash background. You'll even get a special discount just for being a Deep Background listener. Subscribing at that URL will get you three months of unlimited digital access for $1.99 total. You get access to kansascity.com, the e-edition of the newspaper, mobile apps, and more for three whole months. And it only costs you $1.99. It's a pretty sweet deal. Plus, you'll be supporting journalism that makes a difference in Kansas City. So grab your computer or mobile device and go to kansascity.com background. And hey, thanks for listening. Dave Helling on Deep Background from the Star's editorial board, Leah Becerra still with us, and Bill Turk. Um, we were meeting yesterday with the um, Save the Paseo folks, and they said, well, look, if it goes back to the Paseo, we need an honest conversation, and we need to find something else for Dr. King in Kansas City, and someone suggested a fountain, and you know, I sort of suggested, well, it, it, you know, your street is not in favor of it. What other street is? No one came forward during the mayor's Mayor Sly James process and said, "Hey, we're ha- we're happy to change over here. So so it doesn't seem like there's another 
street that is anxious for this to, to go through this process. So it was kind of my theory, Bill, that if, if, if voters decide to rename it the Paseo, that's the end of it. Who, who would want to go through this again? I don't know. Uh, you're, it's a good point. Um, there is an irony about all this. If I, if I just sure. digress for a minute, the people who wanted to be restored to the Paseo talk about the rich heritage of, of the street and, and how it was part of the, the city beautiful movement and, and George Kessler who created all the boulevards in the city. The fact of the matter is that there was a huge black community that was displaced to build that road. To build Paseo, yeah. At the yes. turn of the century. Yeah. And so this is, in fact, not... Kansas City has several episodes like that yeah, in its history. Right. This, this is, they call this a legacy of, of, of the city's founding as a beautiful city. But in fact, it's another legacy of black displacement. So, I don't know. To me, that kind of suggests that maybe King, the King name has a certain historic resonance. Right. Do you get a sense, Leah, from the comments or just from what people are saying that there is, you know, are folks tired that this will go on and on and on? I mean, if... You know, if it does, whether it passes or not, we're still going to be arguing about this, or th does this put an end to it? Well, I mean, I think everybody can only hope that this vote would put an end to it, but it seems like the biggest issue people tend to have is not that it will be renamed or there's a possibility of it being renamed. It's the process at which, you know, this renaming all came about, which is what we were talking about the first half of the show is that it kind of got forced upon people. So if that process had been more of a let's talk to people, let's get their opinion, it probably would have been better from the get-go. That said, I really do hope, and I think people in the comments also seem to hope, that this just puts an end to it. We right, have some sort of decision, and that's it. Yeah, I, I, and maybe that, you know, not only do we have a decision, but we have a decision by voters. So the people Correct. of Kansas City get a chance the to The people who are impacted by Correct. the change get Finally to get have some say in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think the only hope here for something to be named after King is if, uh, the only way to say it is that where there are not a lot of people involved, like a bridge or an airport, something where you have, you know, the people can have input, but it's not like, a whole street or whole community has Correct. to sign off on it. And to me, personally, that's why I thought the airport, the airport terminal made a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, yeah, that, that's, shot a whole, down pretty that's a whole other story. Yeah. And I, I uh, you know, I agree uh, with Leah to this extent that, that I do think people that everybody I've talked to sort of helps this settle it one way or the other. I do think to a certain degree, Bill, maybe you want to weigh on this, that the ministers who pushed this originally, their stock has dropped a little bit. Because I do think that there's anger at the way they sort of imposed their will and brought us to this point. Certainly the Paseo, people who live there didn't ask for this. I mean, I think that's the other thing to keep in mind. It's not like they sat around and said, we want to, you know, we didn't get in too late, but now this is a great idea. You don't really hear that from, from the street. And there was a, you know, I'm on the editorial board, so I can say this, there was a bit of arrogance from the ministers who sort of said, we know better than the people who live there how we can best honor Dr. King. Yeah, this was part of a, a political agenda, a larger political agenda that they had at the local SCLC. Had. Right, and just let me interrupt you very quickly because I, I, context is so important. 
the, the, the same group had been involved in the April vote on the East Side Development Tax, which involved Paseo as one of the borders. Mm-hmm. And so this was their next step in some ways, that they had gotten that approved and everyone was happy. And this seemed to be the next sort of step. Mm-hmm. And I think they deeply misgaged. I mean, I remember going out two weeks after the announcement, and you did this too. We knocked on some doors on, to the people who live on the Paseo and said, what do you think? And, and again, it was African-American voices. It wasn't white people saying, we don't want this. It was African-Americans saying, they didn't ask me. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, but I don't want it. It was a little sense of them being out of touch. I think out of touch with how the city has evolved or even how life on the Paseo has evolved. You know, I, I think there was some arrogance being out of touch. And, um, you know, really their political clout is not probably where it once was. Uh, I think the politics of the city are starting to have changed. Correct, and, it's, and, and we should just make this point that the ministers typically were older members of the African-American mm-hmm. community, right. and some of the younger people, uh, uh, by, by the way, personified by guys like Quentin Lucas, mm-hmm. uh, uh, appear to be a bit more ambivalent and a bit more sensitive to the idea that this should have been handled much, much differently no matter vote, what voters do. Uh, next week. Um, so let's wrap up this conversation. What happens? I mean, you know, put on your thinking cap. I mean, you know, no guts, no glory. First of all, turnout. I don't think turnout's going to be high. At one point we thought, oh, God, people will be going to the polls. I think if they get to 5 or 6% of the registered voters, they'll be... Certainly, it's not like north of the river they're obsessed with what happens mm-hmm. with the Paseo or, or right. in the south part of Kansas City. You may have a different view of it. No, I think that's right. I, my, and this is strictly a gut thing, but I think, I think it'll... I think the king name will come down. I think it'll lose. Leah, stick yeah. your neck out there. You know, it's really hard to make a guess at this only because voter turnout probably will be so low. And usually when voter turnout is low, the most vocal, most passionate group tends to get its way. So what I am having a hard time figuring out is which group is more vocal, the people who want it to be the Paseo or the people who want it to be Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. And that's still kind of unclear to me. Yeah, the other thing that's hard to gauge is how many people will vote on the basis of the concern that you voiced, which is this is going to make us look horrible, and how many people vote on the merits, you know, just say, hey, look, I think it should be named for Dr. King, or I shouldn't, and I don't have a feel for that at all, because I do think, you know, the people who tend to vote in these weird elections tend to be in what they call the corridor, which is the fourth district along state line. Ward Parkway, and and those people will turn out, and they do have some sensitivity to this idea that Kansas City wants to look progressive and not and not be backwards, and and the folks or appear to be backwards, and and the folks North River and South part of Kansas City may be less concerned about that, may be more willing to vote on the merits. But you do think you might get some turnout in the third district too, in the fifth, where this is a a big issue, and I have no idea which way they're going. You know, it's also very unclear to me too. Um, how much money has been spent trying to convince people to vote one way or the other. Like, we're getting close to an election. It's next week, and I haven't seen any signs. Yeah, um, again, a fascinating development. Now, I did take a look at the campaign spending reports for both sides, and I want to say maybe three, four thousand dollars each at the last look. It may have changed. Um, so no signs, but the Facebook pages, and they've got web pages, and they're meeting with the editorial board, and we're, we're going to write about it 
uh, for Sunday's newspaper. But you're right, nobody, you don't see yes on five, no on five signs anyway. Yeah, it almost seems to indicate that no matter which way it goes, it's not going to make the people involved in it extremely mad one way or the other, which is weird to say because like we've just been saying, people are very passionate about this. So why aren't they spending more money? Why aren't aren't these things happening? I mean, it's just a Facebook thing and maybe a couple of weekend You might see some under the radar stuff in the last 48, From the churches, by the way. Churches or from other parties who want to paint the backers of of this thing in a certain way. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff like that 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 is going to go on under radar, possibly. But but wouldn't you say, we'll wrap up with this, Bill, wouldn't you say that in the campaign itself has been less damaging than we thought it would be at one point? I mean, I think that the the consensus was... Mm -hmm. Man, we're going to have an argument over Martin Luther King in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and people, you know, worried about the national, you know, reaction after it's over. How about before? How about big marches in the streets and 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 you know some and everybody watching to see where that yardstick is? We didn't get any of that. No, it's been crickets. Yeah, and, and, and that ultimately has been good. I guess I don't know. It hasn't been. <laughs> well, I mean, because. Yeah, I mean, my own view is it's been good because you didn't want a big roiling disagreement that was racially tinged in the Kansas City didn't become a spectacle. Right, correct, and it's not you know, and you know, Kansas City nice, at least around these things uh, are a thing, which is why I think it's going to stay Martin Luther King because I do think people are going to say a, we need to do something, and b. Uh, let's not go through this anymore. And if they if they keep the name Martin Luther King, then that basically will end it and we'll all go forward. I do have some sympathy, I must say, and we're going to talk about this tomorrow on the editorial board, but I do have some sympathy for the people who live on that street who, in my view, really got jobbed through this whole thing. I mean, well, they hopefully gotta, they'll be voting. Yes, and we'll see what they have to say. And by the way, when it's over, we can go through and see how they voted, so that's a good deal. All right, uh, Bill Turk with the Star, editor, former City Hall reporter. Uh, Bill, thanks so much for coming in. We'll see what happens on on Tuesday. And, of course, my co-host, Leah Becerra, thanks as always for joining us. I'm Dave Helling with the Star's editorial board, and you have been on Deep Background. 